Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brian Gould. Brian, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me on. And thanks for joining. And I should say, I sent all those requests out. Brian's campaign was the first to get back. So, Brian, I appreciate that. And my first question for you is, what made you want to jump into the sheriff's race? Uh, yeah, thanks, Joe. I, uh, and, and obviously, we're quick to respond because it's really, uh, it's really a challenge with the primary on us so quickly to, to get my message out. So I appreciate that. Um, Joe, I, I've spent my life dedicated to the community. Uh, when I was 18, I joined the volunteer fire service, and I've been a fireman for 27 years now. Uh, I served 12 years on the Board of Education, and I've been a police officer now for 21 years. During my time as a police officer, though, I've, had, I've been very fortunate to, uh, to attend a lot of training, to uh, be part of starting some really great programs that have helped our community out immensely. And uh, it's just kind of in my nature that when I see something wrong or something that needs to be fixed, or someone in trouble. It's my instinct to help. And as uh, as I've watched uh, the headlines over the past years with the sheriff's office, I think it's clear that Erie County expects better from their sheriff. Erie County expects to have a sheriff that they can be proud of. And I think that my experience and my education can really give uh, Erie County, the people of Erie County, what they need in the sheriff. What would you say is the first thing with this current sheriff's department that needs addressing? We need to work on rebuilding the trust with our community. It just seems like uh, that has really been a challenge over the past. Um, the, the accountability of, of the sheriff's office. We just saw the sheriff, uh, uh, you know, sign a, sign a statement about uh, admitting some some shortcomings in, in his administration. And I think that um, you know, as the next sheriff of Erie County, uh, some of my priorities will be just that. You know, working hard to rebuild the trust by being present in the community. Um, I've been saying that on a campaign trail. I've been out meeting lots of people from across the Erie County, um, I, and that doesn't stop after the campaign. Um, that will be part of my administration, being in the community, being present, being in the facilities, seeing what's going on firsthand so that I can make sure that, that we have proper policies in place that are keeping everybody safe. Now, being with the Chittawaga police, what have you witnessed there? What have you seen within that department uh, that you could bring to the sheriff's department? And what are things in that department that maybe you worked on fixing that you will bring that experience to the sheriff's department? And so, so two of the programs that I've been very proud of being involved in, uh, back in 2013, the Chittawaga Police Department uh, created Western New York's first crisis intervention team, uh, a program aimed at uh, collaborating with community par- partners 
and providing better training for officers to help those who are experiencing mental health crises. Um, they, uh, our goals in the program were to uh, reduce the use of force against people who are suffering from mental illness and to uh, reduce the involuntary transports uh, to the hospital and, uh, and to try to divert some people from jail because we know that people who are suffering from mental illness just do not get any better and, in fact, often get worse while they're incarcerated. So uh, we started that program in 2012, 2013 in Chictawaga, and we have since um, trained well over 600 officers in western New York and expanded that program to just about every department in Erie County. Um, the, the Erie County Sheriff's Department does not have a, an identified crisis intervention team that's up and running. There have been a couple officers trained, but, um, you know, that would be one of the programs that I would absolutely like to bring over. And, and just the fact that we, uh, in Chicago, we focus very strongly on our, our training of our officers and holding them uh, accountable to be professional and to, uh, to do the right thing all the time. So, uh, you know, those are just a couple of things that I think we've done well in Chicago with that I would uh, – be very easy to replicate over at the sheriff's office. Now, your two opponents in the primary are calling for a reforming of the holding center or a new holding center altogether. Uh, what are what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, you know we have two facilities, and whether it be bail reform or COVID or or you know wh- whatever the facts are that has caused the, the big drop in the population of the of the facilities, the uh, persons incarcerated in the facilities to, to be down. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely something that we as a community need to come together and figure out what's going to be the best solution. Uh, I, I think our priority needs to be on safety when we look at, at uh, you know, either combining or closing one unit or not. Um, I think uh, there are different things that uh, should we uh, have extra space, other programs that we can start uh, that we can focus more on, such as a reentry program to help people who do end up uh, incarcerated uh, at do better once they are released from our facilities. Uh, but ultimately, I, I'm hoping that this decision isn't just sitting and waiting until um, January. Uh, you know, I'm hoping the current leadership is still on the job and, and, you know, maybe start some community forums. If they are present, I will, if they do that, I will be present at those uh, forums, listening to what the community needs. And because either, either solution, um, you know, if you close one versus the other, each one has pros and each one has cons. And and we have to, you know, if we're going to rebuild trust with the community, we have to make sure that we're listening to the community when we make decisions like that. Last week we had uh, Miles Carter on, and he said that the Democrat Party uh, should not endorse you or Kimberly Beatty because you both have been in police departments, and that is not the change the sheriff's department needs. Uh, what is your response to that, and what is your response to the Democrat Party's call in certain places around the country to defund police departments? Joe, I'm running as a criminal justice professional. Uh, I've built my career around uh, improving relationships with the community. I've built my career around learning best practices. Uh, you know, CIT wasn't something we dreamed up in Chicawaga. It was something that was a best practice that I worked as a leader in my department to bring to Chicawaga and now to all of Erie County. Um, I, you know, those, I think we need to look at when, when the people go to the polls for this election, I just ask that they look at the individuals and their record of serving the community been able to do within their own agencies and how they've been able to help uh, rather than what party or what, you know, big national political stances are taking. And with uh, with Miles Carter and Kimberly Beatty being your opponents, uh, what are your thoughts on running against them and uh, their platforms and their campaigns? 
You know, this, Joe, this is my first time uh, running for an office of this scale. I, I did serve on the Board of Education and was a publicly elected office. But, um, you know, I think what my goal is is just to talk about what, what I'm about, what I've done for the community. And, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't see the value to, uh, you know, discussing or, or trying to, trying to uh, you know, go after my opponents. I think my biggest, goal, my biggest plus is, is my resume, what I've been able to accomplish over my time in my community and, and getting that word out. That's the word that, that I'm focusing on getting out at this point. All right, Brian, uh, there is something that Channel 7 had a report on, and I just want your response to it because obviously clear the air. Uh, they said that there was an investigative report that there had been two times you had uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Of course my papers are not – sorry about that, Brian. Channel 7 said that you had a time in the Chittawaga police that there were um, – there was an allegation against you from in, uh, someone that was in custody. What is your response to that? Um, that's, that, that's not properly worded, I guess. And, and I guess if you lost your paper, I understand. Um, I was disciplined twice over 21 years within the Chicago police department. I have a, a long record full of many accommodations, uh, for saving lives and, and, um, for many good instances. And over the term of 21 years, I have had two instances of discipline. I believe the one you're talking about was during a, a, a departmental review of an incident, uh, the chief saw uh, something that he didn't like, and he spoke to me about it, and he felt discipline was appropriate. Uh, it was uh, during an, an incident with a very violent individual in our cell block area who had fought with two uh, officers on the street. Um, this officer, or this individual was being a challenge in their booking room as well. Uh, as a patrol lieutenant, I was in the booking room trying to assist with this individual and as we were escorting him to another cell area the individual uh turned and spit directly in my face my my initial reaction was to push him away from me um this individual was not injured at all the individual did not file a complaint he did not complain about uh, you know he did not reach out to us at all um in fact i I stayed present after this this incident and and made sure that he was well and in fact, uh, you know, made sure he got the proper treatment he needed because uh, it, it was clear that he might be on some kind of uh, drugs during this incident or something along those lines because his behavior was so erratic. But, um, you know, it, it was a learning experience for me. I, I wish I uh, would have, you know, slowed down a little bit on this, let him uh, let him stay in the, the current cell he was in. You know, maybe we didn't need to move him at that point. But, you know, I, I have built my career over helping people. And, uh, to, you know, am, am I... Am I embarrassed that this one situation that happened? Absolutely. Was it was it the best way to handle it? No, but um, I think that we can all learn from things that have happened in our past. And uh, you know, my I think my caring for the community and the people of the community far outweigh um, one incident with a very violent individual that um, that just did not go the very best possible way. I do want to talk about within departments. Uh, you know, you, you hear of uh, of cops maybe police within departments being quiet, uh, not sane when they see uh, another officer, maybe, you know, act out of conduct, uh, something that should be reported. Um, Did you see a lot of that uh, serving in the police? And what's something as sheriff that you would do to make your officers feel comfortable in reporting those instances? No, I haven't. Uh, You know, and I attribute that to being raised in a a professional police department, one that had first-line supervisors that were on the streets 
that were at the tough calls, that were there seeing how their officers responded. Uh, even now we have, you know, technology is helping in, in this situation as well because, um, you know, whether it's uh, cameras that are in facilities or, or body-worn cameras or dash cameras that, um, you know, just about everything now is on film when, when a police officer is involved. And uh, I, I think with the proper procedures, um, the proper training in place, uh, you know, for instance, in my department, whenever there's a use of force, a first-line supervisor has to sit down with the officer and complete a, a report on that use of force. And then part of that report is the review of, of the body-worn cameras for that officer. So uh, I, I, think, I think we have, we have a lot of uh, measures in place uh, that are easy to, uh, to make sure that our officers are, are doing the right thing out there and that um, if somebody isn't, we have, uh, we have you know, procedures and, and practices in place that will help us to not only recognize that, but to, you know, use that to either discipline the officer or, or train the officer better so that they're not making those same mistakes. All right, Brian, before we let you go, anything that you wanted to mention that I didn't bring up? No, Joe, I just that, you know, I, I, I've, I've spent my life really dedicated to our community. I'm, I'm proud of my, my service in the volunteer fire service. We're opening Chukawaga's first boys and girls club coming up this September. Um, just, it's just so much that, that I've really dedicated, and, and that's what I'm about. I'm about helping our community, trying to keep people safe. Uh, early voting did start yesterday. Uh, it's uh, hard to think about voting on a sunny 85-degree day in Buffalo, but we're asking people to please take some time to learn about the candidates. Get out. Make your vote count. Uh, primary day is June 22nd, and we're looking forward to uh, working hard to, to make sure that Erie County has the sheriff they can be proud of. If you want to learn more about me, my website is ghoulforsheriff.com. We're also uh, posting just about every day on Facebook. So uh, I encourage the public to do their, do their duty and learn about the candidates and uh, get out and vote. Brian, let me tell you, someone who early voted in uh, October for the presidential uh, race when it was freezing outside, this would be a beautiful day to wait in line to cast a vote. I hope there are long lines. So thank you, Joe. All right, Brian. We'll talk to, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Brian Gould, he is running for sheriff in the Democrat primary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 